The following is brought to you with no commercial interruptions. Listen uh, I got yelled at when we were in Italy because I was trying to be clever, and so I ordered in Spanish, you know, because it's close. Mm-hmm. And the, the waitress did not appreciate that. She's like, this isn't Spain, this is Italy. If you don't know the language, just order in English, you stupid American. Oh. You say, but on The Simpsons, they said it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, no. Was, I, what was I, that? The, like the, the secret guy or something who who said all the secrets or something? And he had, when he had a bag on his oh, head yeah. with the question marks? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, damn it. I, I got to cut this out because I, I can't have anybody correcting me on any Simpsons uh, knowledge. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 9 of the Better Band Podcast, hosted by Brandon Palomo. An all-encompassing trip through the Pearl Jam catalog. Each episode, my guest and I go track by track through every album, soundtrack, and single to discover why you simply can't find a better band. Yes, we're here today with Kevin again. Kevin, say hi. Hi, everybody. I didn't say Simon Says. You're Damn out. It. Okay, I'll try again next time. <laughs> All right. So uh, this episode, we're talking about Garden, the Stone Gosser Jeff Ament groove thing. Mm-hmm. We are indeed. And so uh, start talking. Are you going to start with just playing? Oh, okay. Wait, yes, sir. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, we'll start. Let me listen to a little bit of it. This is the... 10 version with all of the reverb and echo that we've come to expect from this first album yeah man there was a lot of delay on this one in particular and i remember as a kid like the big kind of like adult snl joke about pearl jam was that he was just mumbling all the time and now that I go back and I listen to it, and especially the Redux version, I realize like it wasn't that he was mumbling. It was just there was so much delay on that record that you couldn't make any words out. I think part uh, one of the other jokes, too, is that he like always saying low. Yeah. And it's like, he doesn't sing that low. I think it's just that compared to all the other music and how everybody else was singing it sounded a whole lot lower than um than how everybody else was singing yeah well i mean like if you compare him to like the like chris cornell was almost singing in falsetto on a lot of soundgarden records and then you you've got that kind of nasally delivery that kurt cobain was doing and then you've got like a deep-throated opera singer and eddie just like belting this stuff out yeah but he would and and he would also like sing you know higher and stuff like that too and sing more like kind of like Mm -hmm. in a middle register but he would go low and like nobody else was going low at that Mm -hmm. point but also like the tamp yeah the timbre of his voice is naturally like even when he's not singing a low note it's still a deep sort of timbre. Mm-hmm. So that's 
I think that 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 is sort of what people were picking up on. And because the writers at SNL typically aren't musicians, they were like, oh, he's just singing deep. Ha, ha, ha. I don't want to single out SNL. Well, I mean, when you make... <laughs> you, you got <laughs> yeah. your beef with them. A long-standing feud. East Coast, West Coast, yeah, Kevin, yeah. SNL. <laughs> Protestants, yeah. Catholics. Um, I, well, I think, you know, when you're making fun of somebody or something, you go for the kind of one thing and then you like blow it up to make it sort of uh, exaggerated mm-hmm. when you're doing that just to, because it's easy and it's, it's broad when, you know, comedy quote, unquote. right. When you've got to write an hour every week, that's sort of and when you make like when you make fun of when I make fun of Michael McDonald, you know, it's like it's like hey, he doesn't sound like that yeah. in every song, but no, he pretty much does. That's a really good imitation. <laughs> okay, maybe okay, maybe my whole theory is wrong then. Yeah. Um. So this track was um. Man, this was, I think, of all the the Redux versions off off the Redux 10 was the one that I felt made the biggest step mm-hmm. in in like change. And I'm I'm gonna go on a limb and say improvement. Mm-hmm. Taking out the delay so that you could make out the words better. They brought the vocals up in the mix a little bit. And I feel like all of that really improved the dynamic of the song. Let's listen to a little bit of the uh the redux here yeah like i think automatically you notice is like oh there's not as much reverb on this yeah. there's still some delay which i think you know is you know mm-hmm. we have a delay pedal and stuff for the longest right. time i think i completely blocked out his little uh singing before the verse starts Mm-hmm. And like seeing it in concert and stuff like that, where you would, you know, start saying, Oh, she wondering. And I was like, Oh, wow, he's adding a little thing in that's not in the recorded version of the song. <laughs> I was like, Oh, yeah. wait, no, he does do it. Oh, I guess I just haven't listened to it in a while. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing that, that starts to shine because they, I would have thought when they brought the vocals up in the Redux version mm-hmm. that they would have just brought up the chorus and verses mm-hmm. but it seems like they brought up those kind of intro lines as well yeah a little uh she don't wander in here little uh, uh uh sort of things you'll do in the background or stuff you don't even hear on the record they kind of like added in on certain songs mm-hmm. it's kind of like oh wow cool yeah mm-hmm. yeah and it is a classic like we were saying before we started, or I was saying before we started, that it's it's kind of like a stadium anthem style chorus. Mm-hmm. But then you pointed out, like, but you can't really sing along with it. You know, it's I will walk, mumble, mumble, with my but, hands um, bound. Yeah, and is it face down face or face blood, blood? I believe. Let me check the official lyrics I have up here. I will walk. Yep, with my face blood. Is he like in a gang? <laughs> no, I don't think that kind of. Uh, I think just you know, with my, with my face, comma, blood, you know, parentheses covered in, 
you know, it's kind of okay, okay, poetic sort of way to Mm -hmm. say it. Oh, and then it kicks in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with that descending, descending guitar, and I don't know if you noticed. um, I don't know if you're recording this in stereo, but the guitars are hard pan, Mm -hmm. and they they don't start that descending at the same time. Yeah, the right ear starts first, and then the left, or maybe the other way around. I don't know. I never know if I'm wearing headphones the right way. I know for the longest time, like on my headphones, I'd have uh, one side had like a color or something on it. It's like, oh, okay, that's what the left side is. It's kind of like, okay, yeah, so that's what the left mm-hmm. side. And then I got new headphones, and then that color thing is the right side now. So it's like, oh, come on, come on. <laughs> they are tricking you. So, Kevin, what do you think? Uh, what what is What does this song mean to you? How does this touch you? Why did you want to talk about it? Well, I always loved... Um, and especially the the later live versions, how atmospheric it mm-hmm. was. Um, and I'm going to get personal here for a minute. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, lately, yeah. a lot of the music... Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, lately, a lot of the music I've been playing has been church mm-hmm. music uh, because I'm getting old, and that's what happens to you when you're old. And um, the the big thing, the big focus in church music is dynamic movement because mm-hmm. oh. that's sort of what, what hits people in the fields, yeah. which is what, what you want to do in, in church. You don't want them to just kind of sit there and look at their watches. So what really struck me going back and listening to 10 and was in this song that the dynamic movement in this, like that Pearl Jam was always good at that sort of dynamic, but a lot of 10 is is really kind of heavy from beginning mm-hmm. to end. Whereas this song, you know, is really low in the chorus and then steps up in the verse and drops back down. And then it gets to the bridge and the ending and it just kind of builds and builds. And I found going back and listening to it that I related to that a lot more as an adult than I did as a kid. Mm-hmm. I think that dynamic sort of change kind of comes around in uh, kind of particularly in pop music every once in a while like it kind of goes away and comes back and stuff where it's kind of like okay let's keep it you know up at 10 you know at 10 level from beginning to end and kind of you know get everybody excited and exhaust them and then you know come around it's like okay here how about we like start at you know four and then kind of bring it up to seven and bring it back down to four and then we bring it to like eight and then maybe like go to nine and then like drop it down to like six and then boom and then like end it on 10 to give it a more Mm -hmm. novel sort of uh uh, dynamic to it and bring you in and kind of like oh yeah it's going up oh now it's coming down oh now it's oh it's going up again oh hey whoa it's like a roller coaster instead of just a, a racetrack going around and around exactly exactly and so um you actually turned me on to the uh i'm gonna mispronounce this the meta veil oh yeah uh recording and that did something 
really that caught me when we're talking about dynamics is in that version when they hit that first chorus everyone but stone and eddie drops out yeah and i thought that that was a real kind of like oh not that one there we go yeah so they start a little harder yeah they start with like the bridge with that sort of rip mm-hmm which I, you know, when you first hear it like that, you're like, oh, 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 yeah. And then it drops down like, oh, yeah. 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 Kind of gives it like and then you've got easier sort of, at, at least, I don't know. It, 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 it's, I think that when they started playing some of the 10 songs, like certain ones, like a little bit differently, like uh, Jeremy in this, it, it, it sort of brought new life, I think, to, to some of the songs that, you know, that everybody had listened to for, you know, 20 years or whatever. It's kind of like, oh, okay, you know, this sounds a little mm-hmm. bit different. Here comes the chorus. Oh, wait, no. Oh, that's right. They go no. back up. Oh, and they skip the first chorus, right? They do this instead. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, see, it's, it's changing it up again. So you're like, oh, it's different. Oh, cool. Yeah. And it's it's a really kind of interesting slow funk thing that that Matt's doing yeah. in the back. This kind of like you know just off the beat, and here's that chorus. But this is this is classic worship music. You hit that first chorus mm-hmm. and everyone drops out, and then you build up. And as you're building up, everyone in church is you know oh Holy Spirit yeah. blah blah blah, and that's. He's like, no, it's not. It's it's just music. It's song craft. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I oh. did that. <laughs> but you don't want to tell people oh, yeah, that. Like, no, that wasn't the Holy Spirit. That was that was me. Sure, yeah. You're Jesus, welcome. whatever. <laughs> just because we're in church doesn't mean everything has to be about God. Come on. Oh, well, that's a yeah. kind of like a kind of a. Uh, 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 shock jock voice going on there. Oh, it's not all about Jesus. Come on, you know. I'm a DJ. Uh, I gotta objectify women and be racist. Uh, that's right. Racism in the morning. <laughs> it's racism in the morning with Clue in the Clan. <laughs> no, no. <Yeah. laughs> no, 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 no. Maybe a little bit too far. Yeah. No, that's all right. No one's listening to this oh, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe some people will eventually. I'll make my kid listen to this when she's older. I'll make her listen to all my podcasts. <laughs> Wait, should I do that as a punishment though? Should I save that or should I uh, try to guilt her? No, you don't want to, you don't want to Yeah, guilt, guilt cuz you don't want her to associate it with like a negative thing like, "Oh, I've got to listen to podcasts yeah, again." I guess you're right. So Kevin, how uh, how would you rate this song on a uh, on a on a scale of like one to five for like all the the Pearl Jam songs? Well, it's as much as I love it, it's not probably well. It's not in my top mm-hmm. ten of favorite of favorite Pearl Jam songs. It's not. 
the ones that I start looking at my phone if they play it in concert mm-hmm. either. You know, it's it's it really kind of for me represents like the middle. And that's, you know, the strength of Pearl Jam is that they've they've got this like big fat middle mm-hmm. of songs that are all good and they've got enough of them that they don't have to play them all every concert. So that when they do play it it's like, "Oh yeah, I remember yeah. this song." And you're not you know, I'm not unhappy that they play it. Um, but it's not like I, I would go to a concert and be like, God, I hope they play Garden. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good, um, solid catalog song that they have that, that they, they can come back. It's not like a B-side where it's kind of like either like, oh, this is, you know, there's a reason they left this off the album or it's kind of like, a, oh, cool. Yeah, they oh, they never played this song. Uh-huh. It's just like a, a song that mm-hmm. supports, you know, everything up. It's not like a filler song. It's a right. It's a good it's a good side. It's not yeah. a dessert. No, and, and because it's got that sort of slower tempo and the mm-hmm. big dynamic changes, it does kind of serve its purpose in a set list. You know, you can put it at the yeah. end of a run of big ones, you can put it at the beginning of a build up to a finish. So it's yeah, I would it on on your scale, I don't want to ignore your question. I would say it is <laughs> okay, a Mr. solid Cavanaugh. three, <laughs> a a solid three point zero. Ah, yeah. And have you ever been blackout drunk? <laughs> um, I don't know. Have you? <laughs> of course, we know I've been blackout drunk. <laughs> I've driven blackout drunk, so. <laughs> Uh, maybe we'll edit that out. Or what's the uh, what's the uh, uh, statute of limitations? Yeah, no, it was more than seven years ago. I'm sweet. Oh, okay. I think <laughs> it was in America. I'm in Germany now. They're not going to extradite me for that. Yeah. No, no, they're not. Might give me a medal. <laughs> a medal? <laughs> oh, because it's the it's, oh, you made it that far. <laughs> it's the na- German national uh, uh, pastime. Oh, it's the uh, yeah. It's the, it's the Mario Kart Rainbow Road, sort of of the uh, of the Autobahn. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I'd never I'd never drive drunk on the Autobahn. That's serious business. But all <laughs> these crazy farm roads, mm-hmm. I would never do that either. Please don't come and arrest me. <laughs> Besides, we all know it's cheaper to drink at home alone. Sad than it is to go is. out and be sad and drinking with other people. Yeah. Who are all happier than you and doing better. <sighs> I was going to say, like, I, wonder, ah, I wonder why we were never... I was like, oh, wait, no, it's kind of now, too. Huh? Oh. Yeah. I wonder why we were never popular as kids. <laughs> hmm, I don't know. I think I blame it on the glasses. How about you? you... Yeah. Although I've gotten rid of the glasses and it hasn't changed, oh. so maybe you still have like a, a glasses attitude. Ah, yeah. Mm. How often do you wear yeah. sunglasses? No, that's what I always think would make me cool. If oh, if I had sunglasses, I would be cool. Yeah, um, I actually wear sunglasses a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, be, for that exact reason that like, yeah, I can wear sunglasses. But then, yeah, it doesn't seem to make any difference. Damn it. But TV and movies have steered me wrong. Oh, man. 
They have, they have. And then it's hard to see when you're like inside. You've got these sunglasses on. And... But then it's cool, you know, you end up... Corey Hart sunglasses at night. Yeah. Was that Corey Hart? Yeah, that was Corey Hart. Damn right it was. I'm I'm up on my obscure music references, but it's not really that obscure. Why did I think that was the cars? Because uh Rick Ocasek wore sunglasses all the time. Ah, yes. At least in the videos. That is it. When he turns into a fly and, you know, flies around naked women and stuff. Yeah. God damn it, that was weird. Yeah, there's stuff. a lot of st- <laughs> There's a lot of stuff in the 80s that, that you're like, man, I regret that we made these things. <laughs> it's like, I feel sorry for them, and I didn't even have anything to do with it. Yeah. Like Porky's. Man, you couldn't you couldn't make Porky's now, could you? Um, You could, but I people mean, would be I mean, greatly maybe, upset. And... Maybe, with like, maybe with like Kevin Spacey or something. Wait, what was that? Maybe it was like Kevin Spacey or something? Uh, let's, uh... <laughs> yeah, okay, moving yeah, on. Back to Garth. Let's get back to the Pearl Jam episode. Uh, is there anything else that you, yeah. uh... That you, that you have to say about um, or anything? No, I'm, I'm looking through my notes, and we've sort of touched on, on everything that I love about Garden mm-hmm. and all the things that I noticed taking the time to go back through it. So yeah, no, I'm. I, I've said everything. I think I need to say. Yeah, I, th- I think with uh, you know, some of these not singles, not like certified worldwide hits and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I mean, there's just sort of like personal stuff to say about them. Yeah, like if it's like, oh yeah, I really like this. This means like this to me, or you know, I uh, mm-hmm. like, oh, it just sounds cool, and I really like it. And there's really not much anything else to say beyond i i do i do want to add that i have never like interpreted the lyrics Mm -hmm. i've even tried like i went back and i listened and i read the the lyric sheet and was like okay i want to make sure i get kind of you know what he's saying what he's singing about and i still and it's not a bad thing i just i don't know what he's singing about yeah it doesn't you know what I mean? I've se- I've seen like people online say that it's like oh it's kind of like about um you know like Adam and Eve or whatever like Eve oh you know garden it's like oh the Garden of Eden or something like that but you know because she sinned it's like a Garden of Stone it's it's a graveyard instead or something and yeah yeah it's kind of like ah yeah no I've, okay, I've heard the, I've heard the like yeah I've, I've heard the graveyard theory you know it's a song about loss mm-hmm. and, but. Why is she not wandering in here? Yeah. I don't... But it, it... And like I say, it really doesn't... Like, not knowing what it's about doesn't diminish the value of the song for me. Yeah. It's just kind of like, oh, it's just a song about, you know, being bummed out or something like that. Feeling like you're uh, feeling alienated or something, you know? Yeah. And I, th- I think I read somewhere... Yeah, feeling like... I'll go on. Uh, just feeling, you know, like your your hands are bound and your face is blood. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, uh, I think I, I read somewhere that's like, oh, like a stone gossard like had like a little garden or something like that, and so it's kind of like, oh, it's a garden of stone because stone gossard made this has this little garden or something. Oh, okay. Oh, 
I'll that, fit that, that line. That into would the be song. so. Vi- that that would be so very Stone Gossard. <laughs> <laughs> What's it about? Oh, you know, I, I had a garden. Yes, garden of stone. Like you were saying it in, uh, in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> Not a stone garden. It's a garden of stone. Well, Kevin, thanks for coming back. And Hey, it was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Um, I hope I get invited back to do some tracks on what is next. Versus is next. Yes. In theory, way way down the road. Far. Yes, yeah. Um, I, you know, hey, if you if if mm-hmm. if, if you want to come back again and <laughs> and talk about another song <laughs> from this, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, as this is being released, we've made it this far through the uh, through the album. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch more to go. This this album has the it, most songs uh, from this era associated with it. Yeah, then everything else goes by pretty quick album tracks and just a couple b-sides and mm-hmm. stuff but this has everything since they you know first got together and tried everything and yep, experimented yep. and everything yeah so um yeah i hope i get to come back thanks for having me it's always great just to catch up with you um Aww. tell inappropriate jokes with you <laughs> <laughs> and um to both of you listening, you know, I hope you enjoy this and I <laughs> I hope you enjoy Pearl Jam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh yeah, that's it. All right. Well thanks a lot, Kev. Do you, do you any any promotions, any uh any plugging you need to do? Oh yeah, you know, I'm I'm doing three nights at the Laugh Factory down on uh, Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> Where you are. Yeah, yeah. And uh and pick up my comedy album. It's no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't have anything. Nothing. All right, Kev. Great to talk to you. And now I'll do the outro stuff. All right. Have a good one. I'll feed it in. The Better Band Podcast is produced by ListenUpReno.com and Brandon Palomo and published using a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 4.0 license. Please visit creativecommons.org or email listenupreno at gmail.com for more details. All music played is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. You can subscribe to The Better Band Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or from shoutengine.com slash Podcast using your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at ListenUpReno. I am on Twitter at BrandENP. And you can send your emails to betterbandpod at gmail.com and I'll read them on the season finale episode. Again, I'd like to thank my guest, Kevin. And as always, this is Brandon saying... Remember what Vince Lombardi said, if you lose, you're out of the family.